What the freaking heck, man? What happened? All right. So I'm in the bathroom and I'm taking care of my business. And so I'm getting ready to clean it out. And the worst thing is right before my eyes. Tell me. So you ever, you ever use the toilet paper? You know, you got your toilet paper placed in the roll and whatever the case may be. Of course. Uh, most underrated part of the bathroom experience. Exactly. That's why you got to get the, the soft stuff, right? Right. But so these, th- somebody, somebody put the tissue lying under rather than over. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. I hate it. I hate I it. Hate I, don't, I, I don't even want to do the show anymore. I was literally in there staring at this thing. And, and that's why I'm late. That's I, literally why I'm late. I, I hate that so much. Like, you expect me to reach under there. Kind of like if I'm, I'm, I'm reaching under a desk or something. Such The disrespect is it's what I'm talking about. The disrespect. Honestly. Put the paper over the freaking roll, not under. We have a show to do. And welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast, where after 30 years of living, I still don't know why I need algebra. I'm Ronaldo <laughs> Castillo, and with me is Heidel Martinez. What's up? Hey, everyone? bro. I love the sweater you're wearing. Thank you, man. I don't know if I could even rock it, but you are rocking it right now. Second compliment I got today for the sweater. Exa- you must be wearing it outside in this cold. Yep. <laughs> like, forget the jacket. I want people to see me in my sweater. And you're wearing Tim's. Is this not the most Bronx look I've ever seen? 100%. And you know what? These Tim's are fake. <laughs> oh, my so gosh. They're flims. They're flims? They're not flims. Tom's? no logo. Got it. <laughs> 20 bucks at Walmart. Oh, my. Well, I mean, they couldn't tell. Unless they're inspecting it, they can't tell. Come on. Yeah. I mean, if you live in the Northeast, you know that there's just snow after snow after snow. Yeah. So these Tim's, they come in handy. You mean the Fims? The Flims. Sorry. Yeah, yeah the Fims. Yeah. And... They might have a bacon, egg, and cheese in it. It might. It might. It might. Uh, so talk, toss some dice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, yeah. what have you been doing today, man? You've been pretty busy. It's been uh, kind of crazy today. Yeah, I uh, woke up pretty talk, early. Talk to the people. Talk to them. Talking to them. And <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I woke up pretty early and then just getting a lot of stuff done. So here at Soundproof Studios, we are actually in. Got to put the plug. Yeah, obviously. Come on. We're recording here. We've been recording here since episode like 10 or something like that. If nobody knows, right? I mean, come on. Um, well, we're actually in celebration. We have a new space at Soundproof Studios. In the hey, and uh, a new FOB up in here. A new FOB. Damn it. I just remembered something I left at home that I was going to bring today. <laughs> Damn it. I'll do it next episode. <laughs> Damn. It was so good, too. It was so good. Okay. Um, but <clears throat> we, um, we, so we just got a new space. So... We're like buying things for it. We're fixing it up as well as fixing the current space we're in right now up as well. So mm. for those loyal fans of ours that's been listening to us since, uh, you know, the first few episodes, you'll remember that the studio has gone through many, many changes. And so we recorded uh, most of our episodes, actually, I feel like in the lobby area, mm. we recorded most of our episodes. And then we, uh, then you know, we transitioned in here. So... It was pretty good. How yeah. about you, man? How's your day been? Not too bad. Um, so, so I had a. It, I, I'm actually pretty peeved. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. Um, I usually have a meeting at uh, six thirty uh, with my pastor, none of the brother. But afterwards, um, I was trying to. So Ezra's going through a phase where he's teething, and so T-dog. yeah, the official mascot of UCBP, Ezra, has been teething, and so. He's been uh, biting on things that are not his, particularly when we're not home. And so, that's not good. yeah, that's not good. So in order for me to, and this is fairly new, in order for me to rectify this, I have to catch him in the act. But so how do I catch him in the act without actually being there, though? Because he only does that when I'm not around. 
What about your camera? So I have, yeah, I use the camera in the house, but then I have to reprimand him. How do I reprimand him if I if he doesn't know I'm in the house? So anyway, so what I did was this is true. What I did was I I went into my bedroom. Mind you, I've been up since like six. No, no, actually, he came into the room around like five o'clock because that's usually when he walks him. But my um, yeah, so he woke me up and I took him out and I was up since five. So I get back home. I usually take a nap, but I had a doctor's appointment at one. And so this guy, I leave him in the living room and I go to the bedroom because he also does it when we're when we're asleep during the daytime. Of course. So um, I watch him via the uh, tablet. I'm watching him on the camera. And so the only abnormal thing he does is climb up to the windowsill. And I managed to what I have on him is a training collar. Yeah. And um, so what it, it has three functions. It has a beep, it has a vibrate, and then it has the shock. The shock, which, you know, uh, for all you PETA lovers out there, no, I do not use the shock. The vibrate is plenty. <laughs> uh, in any case, so when he did that, I did the beeping first. He wasn't listening, then I did the vibrate and it and it, and it stopped him. But then he he didn't do anything else. He didn't he didn't bite anything. And so I was watching him for like a good Two hours, like just watching him, man. And I, and I was so tired, but I figured this is the only time I'm going to be able to catch him. Right. Yeah. But he didn't do anything. And so then I finally decide I'm going to take a nap. I put him in the kennel so he doesn't destroy anything while I sleep because that's exactly when it would happen. Right. And so I wake up almost late for my doctor's appointment. It's like it's it's at one thirty. I woke up at one o'clock. I needed half an hour. But of course, I have to now walk him. So I go downstairs drink, thinking, I'll call them and say, hey, um, just give me a later appointment today. Yeah. I call there. And so when the chick picks up, I tell her. And then she's all like, oh, we actually don't have you for an appointment. And I was like, what? <laughs> I've been waiting all week for this. Like, like I spoke to you. Like, like the, literally the person who picked up. That's who I spoke to. Yeah. And she was like, no, it must have been one of my coworkers. And I'm just so I'm just like, OK, so now I, I didn't get to sleep because I was watching the dog and I woke up for no reason early to uh, have to an appointment, not yeah. have. So I scheduled it for next week. All in all, to say that has been my day so far. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> it's not terrible, but I mean, it's just those little Monday things. Um, yeah. 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 That, that's it's that's Friday. It. It's Friday. It is Friday in soundproof studios and this is already the beginning of the weekend (laughs) yeah for sure and then on top of that on saturday i now have my ems agility test for the fdny we'll see how that gets screwed up but we'll we'll see how we'll see what happens of course yeah i wanted to know what um you know i know we've been like messing around with like the format of the show and all that stuff and wanted to know what have you been playing oh so honestly, what I've been playing, uh, I've I've still been playing a lot of Call of Duty. It's the it seems the well uh, ground now ground war, but Warzone. Uh, it it seems that that's the one game that my that I can play with my family and we can have a good old time that way or my friends. Yeah, uh, you and I play from time to time whenever you're available, <laughs> uh, and uh, of course we play with like Elvis and stuff like that. Rumi, Jeffrey, uh, my friend Greg. Uh yeah, it's it's been it's been fun. My nephew Daniel too. I he's he's been Which is insane. Yeah, I got It is insane. It is insane. I used to buy that kid diapers and now I have to trash talk him online. I remember um, when he was a baby. I well, I I I think the diaper part kind of like I'm uh, saying, but I'm He's I not mean, wearing diapers just... now. I mean, unless I beat him in the game. Uh <laughs> I love you nephew. But but yeah, that's that's mainly what I've been playing. What about you? Um so I've been playing the medium uh, really, really good game. Just came out on Xbox. I think it's a Xbox exclusive. It's uh, reminiscent of Resident Evil, the original ones, and Silent Hill. So it's a fixed camera with, uh, you know, those camera angles that are just like... Sure, it changes depending on where you are. You can't control it. Can't control the camera. But it's very immersive, and I like it a lot. It's uh, it's very different. It, it, it plays with, um, you know, characteristics of going through a different type of realm and all that and stuff. So it's actually very cool. I'd say check it out. It got some pretty decent reviews. What was the what was the name of it? The Medium. 
The medium. The medium. And now another game that I can talk more about because I've played it more uh, has been Hitman 3. Oh, boy. So good. Oh, my goodness. This game is just out of this world good. I'm, I'm immersed from the moment it starts till the moment it ends. I won't spoil too much, but pretty much the way that it goes is it has just... You're, it's a playing field. Think of a playing field and you can play it in whatever way you want to. And you're kind of approaching the mission. You know, it's no secret. He's a hitman. He has to kill a target. And then maybe in between the missions, you have to like receive a file or, you know, like kill a certain way or something like that. But the way you go about it, it's just, it's just so cool, you know? So you, you get in and you have to like kind of figure out the lay of the land and with whatever happens, you have to adapt to that. You know, you have to, if you get caught, if, you know, you want to get caught as this person or this person or so many disguises, um, it has a more serious undertone in this time. You know, Hitman was uh, revamped uh, a couple of years ago. And so they've been just on this, or IO Interactive, they've just been on this, such a good like stream of the game. They know what that game is. And that game is a playing field of how to how to kill someone. I saw this uh, meme that was just like, it was Graves, and then it was like um, Splinter Cell, um, Thief, Metal Gear Solid, and then Hitman is like still in the game. Meaning that it's probably the only stealth game that there is out right now, like a true proper stealth game that uh, that is still alive right now. So I, I saw that and I was just like, wow, that's pretty interesting. I, I didn't think of it that way that, you know, those franchises are are kind of slowly dying. Down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, as Sam Fisher, and I wish they would make a Metal Gear game the way you're talking about Hitman. I know, me too. That that was, a, uh, <laughs> you know, but so yeah, so even Splinter Cell did a, uh, uh, or rather, let me not say Splinter Cell, Sam Fisher, uh, you get to play with him um What's that? It's uh, what's that game? Uh, the same people who made the division, but you get to play him as him and Ubisoft. It, it is from Ubisoft, um, and it just came out uh, a while ago. But you get to play a DLC with Sam Fisher. It's um, I know it. The Rain, not Rainbow Six. Is it Rainbow Six Siege? It's not Rainbow Six Siege. No, um, I, it, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Okay. But but yeah. So in the final cutscene with Sam Fisher, uh. He actually nods to Snake. He, he you know, um, he says, uh, "I, I heard there was a uh, uh, this other guy. He, he was a master in infiltration, um, wore a bandana or something like that." Um, and the woman he's speaking to, she says, "Well, uh, he's retired." And then you just see this look on Sam Fisher's face, and he just says, "It's only me. <laughs> like I'm the last one left." <laughs> wow, it's a uh, Ghost Recon. Yeah, it is. It is one break of those point. goes re- break point. There break you go. Point. That's that's the, that's the game. So yeah, he's like, it's only me. <laughs> like so. So <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. that's what Hitman's doing. Is kind of like not bad. You know, all these other these other games. It, it's just great that we can. Um, uh, these games are recognizing each other. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. the first time. It's, it's not, not the first it's not, time. Yeah. The oldies did that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldies Splinter Cell and and uh, Metal Gear Solid Three did a did a nod off to to Sam. He mentioned Sam Fisher in the game, uh, but he that's just right. called him Sam. Even um, with uh, night vision goggles. When, well, yeah, when they on. did the when they did the preview, it was but that was more of like a like a jab. Yeah. Um, more yeah, I feel like back not. then it was mainly to jab them, and you know it was a competition back then. I feel like now it's like they're kind of old and gray, and you know we're paying respects to each other because they were the originals. You know they. Yeah, they, they were the originals. Uh, they were. They yeah. were, and it's sad to see that that many games are not the same. Um, yeah. More it, it now. It's you know, it, it, games. It, how can I say this? Games are becoming more mainstream. Is that what? what I you think would say? so. Yeah. I mean, it's back then. It was definitely. It was seemed like as a toy, or it, it's kind of think of like a hipster influencer where oh, I did that. I did that before it was cool, kind of thing. Mm. You know, it felt like very private. It felt like this is my thing, and only a community of us like video games. Now it's it's. It's very accepted in society. Before it wasn't. Um, I feel like games like Grand Theft Auto back in the day didn't make that any better. 
um, with like its violence and stuff. And you look at that now, like a Vice City or San Andreas, and you're like, that is literally nothing compared to what is uh, out now, um, which is great. I think it's incredible that people have accepted it, you know, as a form of media. I mean, it's the highest form of entertainment in terms of value and budget and all that stuff because it has every element in it whether it's music video animation all that and stuff so uh to go back to what i was saying play hitman it's actually very very good i recommend it um and even the they have like dlc already out for it so you can get even extra missions on it and different takes of that mission so sure pretty good stuff yeah yeah well heidel uh before we go on it already seems like we started the show, but I think we have to say it. Are we ready to start the show? Let's start the show. The CB News. Here at UCBP, we love receiving emails from you guys. We really do. And we actually have two. We got two emails. One that I will read now, which is a response to episode 60. And the other one a little later. But we have to make a disclaimer. We usually don't respond uh, like back and forth with an email. Like we're not going to do a whole email thread all the time, although we might mention it. But this one uh, just, uh, it was a special one. So Andrew Moore, if you guys don't remember, he sent us an email with from uh, episode 60. Um, go ahead and check it out. But he wrote back to us after hearing the episode. And he says, hey, guys, I just listened to episode 60 and you guys, your guys shout out made my entire life. I didn't expect it. And it prompted me to write this email. You guys are amazing. And your knowledge of Metal Gear is awesome. I feel like I fit in with you guys and I don't even know you. I have a quote recommendation, which we will read later, but I'll keep reading the email. I won't include the game or the person since I don't know which one of you reads these. I don't want to spoil it, but it's easy to find on Google. Here at UCBP, we, we do not condone using Google to find these things. That's right. I'll read the quote later, but I'll keep reading the email here. Also, I know you guys are looking for fans to appear on the show. Well, Andrew, that's only half right. We're looking for fans in general to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know how it would work ar around the show's timeline, but I'm very interested. Thank you again for your shout out on the show. I am eager to keep listening. Thank you, Andrew Moore. Andrew, let me let me just tell you something right now from the bottom of my heart. I got to step back for a little bit. You're delusional, sir. This show sucks. <laughs> Stop listening to us immediately. <laughs> it's off the rails. <laughs> keep, keep keep serving our country. Just leave us leave us leave us be. No, uh, we we love it. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it means a lot to us. I it, mean, it does mean like yeah. Arnaldo said in the beginning. We usually don't read um you know a, a, another email or what I'm saying like a reply to the email to the episode and stuff like that. Usually we like to go with new emails and stuff. But <clears throat> this one just stood out. Uh, Andrew Moore has just been kind of like someone that we i mean we were talking about him the other day you know so uh a guy who obviously is serving his country and it's just it means a lot to us uh we just started the podcast again not too long ago and so it gives us fuel to keep going yeah so andrew moore that reality can come true and uh you never know yeah we'll we'll keep in touch with you uh and we also want to encourage everyone else i mean if you guys want to send us an email uh, we love hearing from you guys. We Don't love be shy. It. Yeah, do not be shy. Uh, FYI, I'm the one who reads the emails. Uh, usually, Heidel just tells me, hey, we have an email. I usually read them. No, I usually read them. Listen, we have to keep it consistent because what's of the funny, quote. What's funny is that I will read them and then I will mark it unread. And I said, hey, we have an email. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we Because usually you don't get them. Usually, I, I know, I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on that. But yeah. okay. Okay, let me put it to you like this. If you receive a response... It was it's, me. It's you, yeah. All right? Yes. Our, uh, listen, if no one knows this, our social media manager is Arnaldo Jesus it's Castillo. It's Ezra Castillo, <laughs> the official mascot of so, UCBP. The one that's going back and forth with people on Twitter and posting things and stuff like that is Arnaldo. 
um, I work on the behind the scenes part. That's why we sound so amazing. Thank you for and that. And that's not even sarcasm. Uh, usually here at UCBP, sarcasm is our native language. That's right. And but here at UCBP, we also care about the production of the, the production show. Of, <laughs> yes. So. Idol, Idol does not want to put anything out. No, I don't want to. That sounds even punches. like mediocre. I don't. They were like, uh, we could do that again. We could do that again. It's very and true. It's like, Heido, it, it sounds perfect. Ooh, we can do that again. We can do that again. <laughs> uh, let me loaf. <laughs> let me loaf. Um, so yeah, man. So uh, thanks you and Jamar. Thank you again for your service. Let's moving, get to some news. Moving on. Moving on. So February 6th, David Hayter. Happy birthday. That's right. All right. The original voice. The original of Solid voice Snake. of Solid Snake and who will forever be cemented as Solid Snake. The only voice as Solid Snake. <laughs> the only voice. <laughs> the only voice. Of, <laughs> the only main English voice of Solid Snake. Correct. Uh, so yeah, David Hayter, happy birthday, 52nd birthday. Uh, yeah, man. Many yes. years. Be blessed. God bless. Uh, in other news, we have some good news for Metal Gear and possibly maybe for Konami. Uh, the Metal Gear series has sold over 56.9 million copies. Is that with an M? That's with an M. Million. So, uh, as of the end of December 2020, the updated number was provided on Konami's official website. Along with their latest financial report, the previous number was 56.1 million copies by the end of June 2020, which means that the series sold an additional... 800 units in the last half of the year. Quarantine has been something, huh? I'm telling you. This is despite the series not having any new releases for the for quite a while. The last installment spinoff was obviously Survive, launched nearly three years ago in February of 2018. In September of last year, Konami released three Metal Gear titles for digital distribution on GOG. So as for the rest of the financial results for Konami... They've posted earnings mostly due to their mobile games and Switch title, Momotaro Dentesu, Showa Hese, and Rei Mo Teiban, which has been very successful. Love how you changed the accent to Japan. Everything. That was like, yeah, that was that was good. That was Thanks. So good. I mean, it's the only way I can I, pronounce it. It was right. like right. Listen, this is the first take, and Heidel just did that. That was, I mean, go for it, man. Keep keep going. Mo, keep going. I mean, come on, Momotaro Dentesu, right? <laughs> Showa Heisei. I don't know how to say that. I'm just saying I and can't then, I can't do it. I can't do it. Rewa Moteban. Why are you rolling your R's? This is obviously a Japanese. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm Spanish. All right, go. Next news. So this mod could let you play Metal Gear Solid 3 within Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh so apparently. Uh I like this one. Yeah. It it, it begins with this. And you can find this at gamebyte.com. Um it said, let's face it, our chances of getting any sort of Metal Gear Solid remaster or remake from Konami are slim. They know the deal. You are preaching my man. So it makes sense that the fans have taken it upon themselves to recreate Metal Gear Solid 3 within Metal Gear Solid 5, right? In <laughs> incomplete, if you want something done right, fashion... A talented modder, Reddit user BeesWX, you can correct me if I'm saying that wrong, has kickstarted the process of building the third installment of the MGS series, or Saga, within the fifth, leading to some rather impressive results. While there are currently only two screenshots, these pictures speak thousands of words in, potential, in, in its potential. The modder has described the progress as still in its baby steps uh, via a Reddit post, but claims that the progress within the mod is going very fast. Uh, Bees WX also invited other modders to contribute to the project, posting the following comment underneath their initial Reddit post. And then it says, uh, it, the initial Reddit post was, we are trying to do as much as we can, mostly just trying to recreate all the stages from the virtuous mission. After that, we will see, hopefully by the time uh, FoxKit gets easier to use, and maybe we will have more people working on this. Not bad. Um, I think that that's such a good thing. If 
look, they said in the beginning of the article, if things aren't done, you do them yourselves. Uh, there's some screenshots that are posted, so you can find those on Game Buy. And some of those screenshots, man, they look really good. It looks kind of like the Punchico machine stuff, but it's made obviously in the newly Fox engine sure. from Metagear Solid 5. I, I just, I like I said before, I, I just don't understand why you're butchering this Konami. Is it because you don't want the legacy of Kojima to continue? You don't want him to have any more credit or wanted to want to associate anything more with him? Yeah, it feels a little spiteful because my previous article that I was reading from GameInformer.com, I mean, sorry, uh, MetalGearInformer.com, I forgot to mention that, talks about their earnings. They earned literally $800,000 worth of Metal Gear Solid games. Just on Metal Gear alone. Just on Metal Gear alone. So that should only tell you that it's still a very lucrative... Sought-after game. Correct. And so, I don't know, like you're saying, I don't know if it's uh, that they're trying to end this legacy or something, but this just tells you that, hey, it still sells. If money is what you care about, it still sells. I mean, for any company, uh, being lucrative, unless you're a nonprofit, being lucrative is 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 the main priority. A hundred percent. So it's just like, I mean, even you with the studio, right? Yeah. You enjoy what you do. I do. But you're doing it for a living. Exactly. You're, you're trying to pay rent and or mortgage or, you know, buy food. It's, it's just how it is. So if you as a company, Konami, uh, even though you're, you're breaking, we said this in episode, I think it was 60 or something like that. You're breaking down your company to, uh, to like smaller, like, uh, organizations or whatever the case may something, be. Something, yeah. Something yeah. like that, right? But um, it doesn't make sense, yeah, because it's like you're you're off-putting all these things where you can really set all your organizational prowess into making another Metal Gear. But, right, and it know. can be done. Exactly. Um, but but I'm not going to go into to that. To, uh, I'm not going to go into that too much because I'm going to digress from the point. What else do we have? All right, so the second, uh, the third piece of news we have is NVIDIA RTX 3060 GPU will be released in late February. Just announced. Guess for how much? Uh, is it is it $399? It's $329. $329. So here in an article by IGN written by Joseph Knoop, or Noop, uh, NVIDIA has announced its mid-range RTX 3060 graphics card and it will be released February 25th. Customers will be able to order the RTX 3060 from retailers starting at 9 a.m. PT and 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, guys. Remember that. Um, no Founders Edition of the 3060 is planned according to The Verge. They have some screenshots here. It boasts... Uh, 12 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory with 13 shader teraflops, 25 teraflops, and 101 tensor teraflops at 329. Uh, not a bad bargain. It says here, the RTX 3060 should allow price-conscious PC gamers to build a rig that rivals or possibly even beats the PS5 or the Xbox Series X. So... It's going to be probably highly impossible to get these because as you know... They're already sold out. <laughs> yeah. As if uh, as you are saying this, as you're listening to this, they are sold out. It's insane. I mean, it, it hasn't obviously gone... They are sold out even now, Heido. <laughs> there, there's no more. The world we live in right now is a world of scalpers. And these scalpers are just annoying. Let me tell you right now. Go ahead. Scalpers. That's messed up. All right? If you're a listener of the show, whatever the case may be, that's messed up, man. It there's, is. There's, no, it really is. It, we, you and I struggled. I mean, you, you, you in particular, yes. Uh, when the 3090 and the 3080 came out, I mean, we were trying all the time. I know everything. you went to Micro Center. You stood out and they, you had no luck. I was, I'm going to say the story. Thank you for mentioning that. The day it came out, I was in line waiting. I think I waited there for maybe like an hour and a half or something like that. But- I was waiting for too long. We went inside. The guy in front of me, the guy in front of me, mm. got it. Mm. As soon as I stepped in, the clerk there said, sorry, man, we ran out. And I said, 
it has to be a joke, obviously, because one, how is it that I'm the last one? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. It, of course, it would happen to me is what I would say. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. But also, I don't know. I was just very disappointed. I ended. We ended up getting one, but you know, it was still like we had to wait. And listen, you worked your magic. I yeah. yeah to yeah. this day, but uh, I don't know what animal you sacrificed. <laughs> but it, <laughs> listen, Ben, many you did it. You did it twice. But uh, but yeah, in any case, it was just insane, man. Uh, those yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, so and they did it with the PS Five. They did it with the Xbox. Everything. It's like, why would you? Take it away from someone else. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. These like, and then you just... sell it for an enormous price. Like, we're we're in a pandemic, and people are people struggling. Are, for people work are out of jobs. People are out of jobs. People yeah. are, you know, of course, you and I have been able to work, thank God. Um, but there are people who who haven't been able to work, or whatever the case may be, or 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 just getting by. Yeah, and it's like you're just gonna take this thing from under them. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Come on. No, it man. doesn't like, make sense. You know. Um, I am, I, I can't, I am a little like, uh, suspicious though. On another note, uh, like 329, the 3060 that originally came out, I was like, you guys were, they weren't selling it at like 499, like starting or something like that. I don't remember. I it was know. definitely higher than 329. I'll tell you right now. I don't know if it was a 3060. I thought it was a 3070. The 3070. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe the 3070 was, no, no, it was, it was up there, but it's cheaper now. And I think it yeah. has more VRAM, right? It's cheaper, but it has more Viva. Something like that. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, it, it. It's definitely a powerhouse of a. I'm, well, it you got anything yeah, that's it rivals, out right now. It rivals the 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 PS5 and then the Xbox One X. Or even frankly, beats it as they said in the article. Maybe slightly. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it'll beat it too much, but then then again, For sure. Uh, consoles are usually rely on AMD chipsets. Yeah, that uh, they're on a- AMD graphics cards. Right, right. Yeah. Which AMD is not bad if you have the proper setup. I mean, my brother Jeffrey, he has an AMD card and. It's it's it, he almost rivals the thirty ninety I'm uh, working with. Uh, thanks again, Heidel. And so, yeah, I mean, but they do sell it at a cheaper price. So I guess yeah. this three twenty nine is really trying to compete now that AMD is actually stepping it up. Uh, for sure, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great price point. I mean, I think everything they're doing in terms of their graphics. That's but that's how you bring the amazing. competition. That's how you do it. Exactly. Like, how do you justify? For instance, the thirty ninety you when you when you buy it, cheapest is probably like seventeen, seventeen hundred plus. Something like that, yeah. Right. So how do you how do you the only way you could justify it, and it's not even really a justification, is that there's no one else doing this. Exactly. Right? It's the whole problem with the MTA, right? The, the only reason the MTA is the price that it is and they keep keep going up. No one else. No one is else doing is doing the MTA. Yep. Right? So, but now here is AMD yeah. saying, We're gonna give you a run for your money. We finally caught up. Yeah, and we're gonna sell it at this point, and I think that also that's what Apple did with Android, uh, with their phones. They used to have the most expensive phones. Now Android's stepping it up, and now Apple's kind of like going less of a price now. Yeah, it's They're true. It's like, nope, we're gonna we're gonna give people more options, and we want people to have just iPhones in their hands, and then some of the software. Yeah, this just tells I, yeah, you yeah, that I'm just going over. Yeah, competition is is good. Competition for is the real, consumer. right? So AMD keep pushing scalpers. Stop scalping. Do we and, have any more news? Yeah, one last piece of news. We've been mentioning Cyberpunk and been following the whole everything that's been happening and stuff. So they finally released a patch, patch 1.1 uh, through... Uh, it's a hot fix for 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 it. And um, in IGN, you can check out our review. They actually go through the entire patch uh, of what it fixes and stuff like that. So it's, um, it's for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 base consoles. Uh, there have been multiple updates since the December 10th launch to try and smooth out frame rate, squash bugs, and bring these versions to a more playable state. NX Gamer tested every console version, including PS4, PlayStation 4 Pro, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox One X, and Xbox Series X to see if patch 1.10 has made a drastic improvement to the overall experience. And do we have the results? Results are okay. Uh, and if you watch the video, they mentioned that there are still hiccups within when it, it it dips, which is when the frame rate dips in the game, when there's a lot of traffic and a lot of noise happening within the scene that you're looking at. There's still some problems on the base consoles, not so much on the, C, uh, the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro. Hmm. So... Keep looking out for more hotfixes. And CD Projekt Red has mentioned that there'll still be 
more bugs and all that, but they're, you know, they have a plan and they, I, we read it uh, a few episodes ago of sure. their plan of sure. what they're doing. I mean, we, we can't hate them too much because people have been yearning for this game to come out for like the longest long time, um, you know, and they've been trying to like perfect it all the way, but it's like, thank God for the age we're in uh, where we can receive updates on software. I know, yeah. Uh, we we don't have to deal with a broken game and it being done. We have to send it in to whatever, whatever it is, right? And like, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but at the same time, at the same time, this kind of causes uh, games to be a little lazy when they're gonna. It's like just pour it out, and yeah. we'll just do a software update. It tells you something about the creators and development back in the day. It was crucial sure. to fix these things and. You know, but also... Well, even before it went out, before it released, it's like the game had to be perfect. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just, yeah. they were like, hey, this has to be yeah. perfect. Let's test everything. Right. But there's also a magic in that because, you know, think about like Pokemon Red and Blue and stuff and then like the missing go cheat and all that stuff. Like all that would possibly get patched and fixed. And sure, stuff. So, sure, sure. Although but, uh, it was purposely placed though. That that was purpose, purposely placed as a code error. Kind of a deal. Yeah, but they would have obviously patched that. Sure. In the future. If, yeah, I guess. I guess I, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And then the magic would be gone. Uh, exactly. For yeah. all of you old heads, you guys know about Pokemon Red. And uh, if you don't know about Pokemon Red, he's he or she is too young for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. So that is the news. Uh, you let us know how we're doing under the cardboard box at gmail.com. But now we actually have one last piece of news. One last piece of news. And it is about an update. Actually, you know what? We should we should do the this should be a part of the conversation. Do the do the thing. Wait, 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 whoa, no, 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 wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Uh wrong one. The codec conversation. Earlier we had mentioned that we got another email. And I thought it would go perfectly with what we're uh gonna talk about today. So this is from Nuclear Wargamer. Nuclear Wargamer uh, writes to us and says, one thing you should talk about is why Konami hasn't fixed the bugs in MGS5. Metal Gear Solid 5, the fan fame. There are a lot of bugs in the game and why not fixed before they shut down the Metal Gear team thing? Please talk about it. It is not surprising. It is not supposed to have bugs. I hope this doesn't go into your spam folder. Also, keep <laughs> it going. Uh, no, it did not go into our spam folder. And yes, we responded to you. And uh, thank you so much for uh, writing to us under the cardboard box. What's his name? Com. Uh, it just comes out as a nuclear war gamer. Awesome. Awesome. Love the name. Yeah, very good name. Um, <clears throat> no, we are not robots, although... Maybe one day we would be. Well, I mean, uh, it, so to give context to what you're saying. Yes. So we wrote back to Nuclear Warhead and he says, I, I guess my response was very uh, like automated. And I, I'll read it to you. I'll read <laughs> yeah. it to you guys. I did read it and I was like, eh, I, I can see. I can see. Why. I, I mean, I was just trying to be nice. I was, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like uh, I wrote back because he's, he was worried it would be in our spam folder. So I wrote back and I said, hey, thank you for this email. Uh, we're responding so that, you know, it's not in our spam folder. So I, I'm addressing what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We are UCBP. Uh, yeah, it sounds corporate. It definitely sounds very corporate. I uh -huh. think that maybe he probably thought it was just like, oh, this is... Automated. This sounds like an automated message. Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling him it's not in our spam folder. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, it's I mean, literally it addressing something he said. You're right. That's why I'm like, so... Well, don't worry, uh, nuclear... We heard you. War gamer. Wargamer. Nuclear yeah, Wargamer. we uh, replied to you. So by the time you hear this, you'd probably seen our reply. Right. So uh, to answer that question about the updates, Metal Gear Solid 5 actually did receive an update. News. Breaking news. This is actually. breaking news. Three days ago on all platforms. When's three days ago? Uh, three days ago. That would be Tuesday. February. <sighs> February, what should calls it? What 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 is it? What is even today? Oh man, the thirteenth. So February tenth, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. I gotta get Ezra something. So 
Um, February 10th, Metal Gear Solid 5 came out with an update, and this is an article. Uh, you can find this on Games Radar Plus. And this is the title of it, and it's going to be a doozy. Metal Gear Solid 5 update seemingly begins and ends at updated user agreements. Come on. <laughs> Come on. This is the update we're getting. Wow. So, the article goes on. Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain just got an update on all platforms. So, if you're still playing this on PS3 or Xbox 360, you got, you got this too. But it appears it only changes the agreement process within the game. Earlier today, on February 9th, an update was published. So, February 9th, not February 10th. I stand corrected. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain on all platforms. If you check the patch notes uh, for update 1.21 for the 2017 game, you'll find that it only details a modification of the agreement process as the sole contents of the new patch. This is a slightly bewildering. This is slightly bewildering since the patch itself comes in at well over three gigabytes on all platforms. That's a user agreement. A user agreement. So you change some text and you charge us three gigabytes of our memory. A huge change for some tweaks to the terms and conditions, which no one ever reads. Ever. After contacting Konami, the developer confirms that the patch is indeed focusing purely, purely on addressing the way personal information is protected in various countries and doesn't affect the actual game itself. What are they even updating here? I'm very confused as to why this is three well, gigabytes. It's, of your it's three gigabytes for a, cer for a certain reason. Let me break it down to you, brother. So you got to pick the font. <laughs> and then the color of the text. I thought you had more info, and I'm like, this is this is really big info, right? Okay. So the co the color of the text, right? Because right, right, it's right. got to be a different color than the rest, of course. Uh, then you actually have to copy and paste everything else from the the, the agreement. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, there there somehow you also have to upscale the uh, the resolution, so it's probably at 4K. Yeah. And so to. I'm reading it at 60 frames per second. Obviously, when on you're consoles, right? On consoles, and then on P on uh, PC and whatnot. It's, uh, it's one forty four plus. You know, whatever you got under the hood. So there you go, man. That's what you justify. Hey, man, thank you for breaking that you, down. For you me. got it, man. UCB podcast here. Send us an email under the cardboard box gmail .com. I'm so interested in reading this user agreement now because I got I got to break it. Listen, for three gigabytes. You better read that user agreement. For sure, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> you don't know what the weight of that agreement. <laughs> I agree to the terms and conditions. For real. The weight of it. The weight of that must be ginormous. Listen, if you got a PS3 or an Xbox 360, you're not rolling in memory, okay? Of course. You, I mean, you, if you're still rocking your base Xbox One, that thing must be filled to the brim. That thing and is... Listen, can you imagine you got to delete a game in order to update, <laughs> to just update. terms and agreements? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Konami, what is happening? What is going on here? Listen, I'm all, I'm all for privacy, but you got you to gotta, you gotta let me know what three gigabytes looks like. Because uh, three gigabytes is three gigabytes. For sure. I'm a little frustrated because reading that, it's like, oh, wait, there's some life to this game. Right. And then, no, it's there's a user agreement. We just won't, pers yeah, we won't sell your personal, I, I have to read it, but I'm assuming that's what it is. They're yeah, going to control sure. how your personal information is used. And of course, we, we live in a world now where personal information is like sold big, everywhere. Yeah. Well, it's a big, it's a big issue for people now. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at all the, you know, there's this uh, documentary on Netflix called The Social Experiment, I think. Something like that. And it talks about, about selling your information from what you do on your sure. phone to all these sure. agencies and stuff. So, I mean, you would think when I read that headline, I said, okay. There's some life to this. And there just isn't. I was like, yeah, is, is Konami listening? Is Konami listening? Right. It's like uh, what Nuclear Wargamer said. He said that, well, I just had it at the top of my head. <laughs> um, he was talking about <clears throat> if it's going to continue, right? If it's if it has any life. There's bugs in these games, right? There's bugs that clearly haven't been addressed. And he, as he says... 
And that's not a hot fix for those. It's a hot fix for these user agreements. I'm curious to know if there's anyone that can fix these bugs or if there's anyone that can fix the actual gameplay of the game. Meaning all this turnaround with the people that they had and uh, the shift in management or whatever it was that we spoke about uh, a few weeks back. Is it that there's no one left in terms of the gaming department and there's only lawyers and all these people. So they're like, wait, there's a, there's a mishap in this. We have to fix that in this user agreement. Let's fix that. Yeah, let's add a whole three gigabytes to it. Right. I don't know, man. It, it's frustrating because you kind of want to like see more life to the game. I haven't seen, and this goes back to even Kojima. And maybe it could have been Konami's fault. I don't know. But I haven't seen a game that had an online like infrastructure get canned in like a few years. Think about this. Metal Gear Online, the first one for uh, PlayStation 2, it got canned in like, we were, I think we were still in high school, right? When it was like late 2008 or nine or something like that, I want to say. It was, no, it was right around the time that Metal Gear Online 2 came out. And that's when it was canned. I don't know if you can find the the dates of those, but it always seems like these online games are short-lived in the Metal Gear Solid universe. I haven't seen that with many games. I mean, for God's sakes, Gears of War, which came out in like, I don't know, 2005, 2006 or something, is still going on now. You can still log in. You just you crazy. Can get in there. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I think you could still play Halo 1. Like on a, and it's original. Yeah, like on a PC. On a PC. Or yeah, you can still PC, play yeah. Halo 1. And not on Xbox, though. No, no, original, no, no, yeah. no, 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 like, no, no. But like no. these things are still happening. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, they, they can... They can we, we spoke about it in the last episode. It doesn't cost them money no, it doesn't, to no. keep these servers up. It no. doesn't. It, does, it really doesn't. Um, I guess what people want to do in this case, uh, what Konami or Kojima is trying to do, is that they didn't want them to stay stuck uh, and prefer MG, the first MGO versus MGO 2. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, MGO three is still operational. It is, yeah. To this day, it's it's still it's still on. I'm sure there's not that many people playing it. We don't know. We got we got to go back there, man. I, yeah, I, we, I am guilty of not playing. Same for here. A while. No, I haven't. I haven't played since maybe the last time you played. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta go back there. Let us know it under the cardboard box at gmail.com. If you're still playing, it, well, if you're still playing, and if you want us to start streaming the play. Come Again, on now. We'll do, we'll do it. We'll do it. I'll do it. We'll do it live. Exactly. Uh, so the article continues in saying, um, the update from Metal Gear Solid 5 extends across all versions of the game, no matter if you own the 2017 original or the definitive edition that bundles together the original game and prequel Ground Zeroes. You'll have to download uh, the new update before you can begin playing. So it's not even, it's it's not even optional. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it isn't. Yeah, you. So if to, you want to keep Metal Gear playable and in your console, and you don't have memory, you I'm have, really <clears throat> I'm really curious as to what this is because it has to be some sort of legal issue that they saw, some sort of legal bound that was just like, oh man, we have to kind of take this out. Something happened internally that they saw, and they were just like, we have to take this out. So. We don't know what it is. If you figure it out, if you figure it out, let us know what exactly it was in terms of, I don't know, it has to be some sort of legality there. Well, of course, it's all legal. They, they don't want to, they want to put people at ease because that's, the, like I said, that's the main problem. It's the main reason people are uh, subscribing to VPNs and, um, you know, it's the one, it's the one thing that Apple's been doing for the longest yeah, uh, it, it's it's pushing privacy. Uh, unfortunately, you well, know. I think Apple is the only one that's doing it right, though. Um, if you actually look at it, Google, Amazon, and all these other ones are the ones that are really pushing that. Right, as you can see, as I can see. <laughs> yeah, well, but, so, and Apple is the only one that right, right, like, right. Uh, well, I mean, my issue with my stuff. only issue with that, my only issue with that, right, is iCloud still got leaked and bad. It did get leaked, but like, I don't think that that was like. 
So the problem really is, is that these companies, Amazon, Google, uh, all these big wigs, they sell sure, your they personal sell information. I get what you're saying. To, and they're not um, like coy about it. I mean, they're they're just... Yeah, they're, yeah, they're blatant. Yeah, they're, they'll say it like, hey, yes, we're doing this. It's in the agreement. Apple doesn't do that. Sure, sure. You know? so, so, I get it. It's not part the, of their business model. Exactly. It's not part of the business model. Right, their, right. their selling happens already in right. the infrastructure you're in. Which is why they're having that big fight with Facebook. And exactly. Facebook is actually and suing them. Exactly. But I, I've, I've looked at Android 12, the new update that's coming out, and they actually prioritize that whole... Safety. Uh, yeah, safety. Like You can disable your mic. You can disable your, your camera now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you can uh, actually control because we are living in it, it. It's actually the whole reason when I found out how my information can be used uh, that my own ISP, my internet service provider, can be selling. Yeah, my exactly. information uh, on websites that I go on or whatever. VPN. And I'm sorry. That's when you got your VPN. Oh yeah, definitely. Because it was just like it doesn't matter. It to me, it's not about what websites I'm going on. The point is, it's like what is it. What is it to you what I'm going on? It's none of your right, business right. Uh, what I'm going on. Um, and I don't need to be sold anything on it. Um, yeah, I'm paying for the internet. Uh, if it was free, it's one thing, you know. Yeah, You can sure. kind of like move around in that and, and be like, well, you're using our service for free. So we're going to, in turn, collect a little information on you. Uh, which is why, you know, I'm uh, be careful when using public uh, Wi-Fi's and whatnot, but yeah, you have to definitely be careful, especially in like yeah. cafe shops. I don't know if that's even a thing, but that is a thing. That is yeah. a thing. Like Star Starbucks uh, has their own uh, internet. You know, you go to Target, they have their own internet. You go to Walmart, they have their own internet. Uh, and then yeah. if you live in NYC, we have uh, hotspots where it has internet. And uh, yeah, so I'm constantly keeping my VPN on. Uh, yeah, they don't they don't support us or anything like that. But I use ExpressVPN. Yeah, I like Express. I have Express. Yeah, yeah. If you but guys I also, I was trying to find it now. Yeah. I also um, got into a company that I don't have them yet, but I, I do want to get into it. You're looking it. into them. I'm looking into them. And they're called Cypher. And what they do is your literal modem gets connected to this thing. Sure, sure, and sure. And sure. you don't have to go through a VPN because here's the thing about VPNs. It considerably slows down your internet big time, right? Mm -hmm. And then... There's just a lot of like hiccups with the VPNs. Yes, for example, this I've seen, yes. For example, it doesn't save your passwords easily when you log into a website. Sometimes you'll get a different translation on a website depending on where you are. Or the where region you you've, VPN, you're the logged region. into, sure. And, so, and sometimes you'll get the different time zone or something like that. So <clears throat> that happens. Now, what companies are doing is they're making a literal modem router that is connected to your actual yeah, ISP the provider v modem. The VPN goes through the modem. Exactly. And then out. And so it doesn't, it hides your internet just by going from there. Sure. And it, you know, uh, there's a, a lot of other companies and stuff, but I've been looking into Cypher. ExpressVPN does that. They actually sell you the modem. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. seen that yeah. one too. I've yeah. seen that one too. I, I, I use the uh, Google Wi-Fi, so it, it's not compatible apparently. Uh, but I have faced issues with... Uh, connectivity sometimes yeah where it's, it's like I, I i'm trying to send like maybe like a file via text or receive photos and i and i can't receive it unless i turn off the vpn yeah it's, and, it's, so it's stuff like that mm -hmm. but at the same time it's just like yeah i'll definitely go with another company if they scyther uh, again these these people don't sponsor us but if you guys want to we will come on now we'll take them we'll, we'll, let's stop giving them free advertising that's it your 10 seconds are up <laughs> but all in all to say uh, we are just as a set upset as you, nuclear. Uh, we sure are. Um, yeah, we definitely, we definitely want for. I mean, here's my issue, right? Here's my issue. The game was almost complete. The game yeah, was, was almost complete. So instead, instead of patching up just this user agreement of about about our privacy, why haven't you taken what Kojima has laid out? And just finish the game. Yeah. Yeah. Give us episode, you know, mission 53. 53, yeah. And finish it. Let that be an update. You want you want to get these fans, like, even with these bugs or whatever the case may be? I mean, modders have done amazing things. And I think the what we spoke about, um, they actually mentioned in the article, the modder who's making that that uh, MGS3. I mean, there there's so many possibilities. Why is why are you letting this die, Konami? Just don't let it die. Yeah. 
it's hard. I feel like we're pleading every day. I was watching, here's a plug for Metal Gear Aftermath. What did we, we were talking about today about YouTube that we found Metal Gear. Metal Gear Study or something like that? Metal Gear Study, something like that. I'll, I'll look it up right now. Go yeah. Uh, one of their featured films in it is, I think it's called like Why Konami or Can Metal Gear Continue Without uh, Kojima and all that stuff, you know? Metal Gear Study. Metal Gear Study. Shout out to you guys. Uh, I see you guys doing your thing there. But one of their videos and stuff is about that. It's a pretty popular opinion if you're a Metal Gear fan. I mean, we're subscribed to a few groups on Facebook. And a lot of the topic is always, can Metal Gear even come back without Kojima? Most of the fans and most of the comments are like, no, heck no, please don't do this without Kojima. Or I remember seeing a thread saying, um, should Konami lend out their license and they said who should do it we and talked then, about this we did and so you know obviously the majority of, of them said give it to kojima productions and all these things so it's a pretty popular opinion and it doesn't look good with uh three gigabyte updates for a user agreement right right yeah man it's 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 bad and, and i mean they should see we, we spoke about it earlier the how lucrative this this business is yeah i'm i'm in agreement they should not make a new one we already did what you we already saw what you did with survive yeah we we saw what happens when kojima uh is not part of this project it only sorry to cut you off it only solidifies what we've been saying about these remakes they've been buying metal people have been buying metal gear games eight hundred thousand dollars worth of it since june of 2020 that's a short amount of time for $800,000 with a game that seemingly that just, doesn't You just have, have available. Right, correct. And you have it available. And so you have this license. That should only tell you how much more you'll sell if you make a, a remake of these games. And keep it faithful. Correct. Keep it faithful and make a remake. But uh, we're going into like episode 59 here. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, start smoothing out the edges for, for MGS5. For the people who are coming into it, I mean, you and you and I, Heidel, we've been playing it since it came out. I first bought it for the PS3. Yeah. And then I I I I ended up getting it for the Xbox One. Yeah. And then I got it for PC. I've bought this game like three times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I we have a we always tell this story. Uh, Heidel always tell this story. Go to episode fifty where he uh, uh, recants the story of when I made him believe all the. MGS3s were gone and he had to go somewhere else. Actually, you can hear that story. And thank you for reminding me. If you go to IGN's Beyond, for those of you who are in uh, IGN Beyond fans, uh, over the summer, I wrote into IGN Beyond and they read that same this exact story. Yeah, this I remember. Um, yeah, it was actually really cool, man. I didn't think they were going to read it. And, you know, it's a pretty big podcast. And Jonathan Dornbush, who's the podcast host, yeah, he read it there, and uh, it was really cool, man, to see that. Actually, we haven't talked about that, man. It was really we cool. Never that. Talk- well, I mean, it was in that three-year gap. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure we've gained some fans from that because we got a few comments after that. Mm-hmm. I saw, uh, and I think one email or something. But um, it was it was really cool, man. So check it out, ign.com. I don't know the exact episode but go searching go searching let us know it under the cardboard yeah. box at gmail.com if you find it wait yeah man so we get it nuclear we are upset too uh but that's our plea that's our plea it is well heidel it's time to guess the thing who's that so earlier we read an email by andrew moore and he had uh Put a challenge for us, particularly you, Heido. I'm going to read a quote from him that he sent in. You can do the same thing. I don't know how many times I've said this email, but I'm going to say it again. Under the cardboard box at gmail.com. <laughs> you want me to say it slower? Anyway, so this is his quote. And drum roll, please, if you do this. But how the hell did you ever survive 10 years? How the hell did you ever survive 10 years? Um, okay. A lifeline, if you may. 
Let's see if you allow it. In The Phantom Pain, was he in a coma for 10 years? How long was he out? Nine years. Nine years. All right, cool. <laughs> that was my angle. Um, the lifeline has uh, been shut. <laughs> for sure. <clears throat> um, I thought it was 10 years. Um, read it again. The quote is, how the hell did you survive 10 years? How the hell did you survive 10 years? Wait. Um, it's uh, from Metal Gear Solid 1. I'm just, hey, just, throwing, just, I'm just throwing things out here. Dark. No. Um, how the hell did you survive 10 years? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's... Yes. <laughs> it's... um. Damn it. What's his name? <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's blonde hair. Oh, man. He was so wimpy. He dated uh, Meryl. Johnny. Um, Snake says that to him in Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. Um, he says that to him, but I, I'm trying to figure out when. Um, but I feel like it's when they first meet and Snake tells Johnny that. I think uh, he hits him and does a CQC move to him. But he says, how did you survive 10 years? Final answer. Okay. That's incorrect. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, you're actually correct. You're right. I'm for real? Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. You are totally... Heidel did it. Wow. He is totally right. Come on now. About this. This was totally, totally good. Yeah. Oh, so he comes in, uh, Johnny holds him up, and... Uh, don't tell me. I already know. Don't tell me. Don't, don't tell, tell me. me. Don't tell me. The safety is off. You haven't even taken the safety off, rookie. Rookie. And then he tells him, tells him. rookie, I'm no rookie. I'm, I'm a 10-year vet. And then he, uh, he does the flips CQC him over, him? flips him over, takes the gun. How, did says, you, how, how the, the hell, hell did you survive 10 years? years? And that's when the Rat Patrol comes out and uh, surround him. That's, and Yeah, and surround him. Yeah. So that is the trivia. It's very good. That is the trivia. Thank you. Submit yours under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Might cause diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> send us your quotes. We'd love to face a challenge. Uh, and uh, yeah, we love doing this stuff, guys. Yeah, we do, man. I mean, uh, you know, <clears throat> we're trying to pump as many episodes as we can. Uh, as, as consistent as we as can. As consistent as we can. Um, guys, check out under the cardboard box on YouTube. We've put up some stuff there. Arnaldo has been working very hard, very diligently to do these unboxings. And not just because he's my friend and not just because it's on the channel, um, but because it's actually very good. It's actually very good unboxing material. So if you, like we said in a couple of episodes ago, we said we will be doing some different things in Metal Gear as well as just the podcast itself. We want to... Change it up a bit. So we've been doing some unboxings and we're going to do some reviews. And so right now on youtube.com slash UCB podcast, you can check out Arnaldo's unboxing of two items. I'm not going to spoil it here, but if you're into tech and if you're into just anything that has to do with, you know, phones or, or like, Anything with tech in general, please go check out the YouTube page and like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think and let us know if you have something we should unbox or we should review. We don't have a P.O. box or anything like that. But if you do want to send us something, let us know that you want to send us something. We'll figure that P.O. box out. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. We'll pick it up in a corner or something. We'll do something, man. We'll meet up with you. But <laughs> listen. We will fly out to you. <laughs> no, we and so, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's very good. I do know. It's very good. 
It's very good. So just check that out. We haven't uh, plugged it, I think, on the podcast. No, we've, we've, we we've just started. Plugged this is it fairly on, like, new. Yeah, yeah we only plugged new. it on like social media and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So if you follow us on social media, you'll know that. But yeah. on the podcast, check it out. YouTube videos out right now. And you can check out Arnaldo's unboxing. But also soon, you could be able to check out some other stuff that we're going to do. Some surprises that maybe you might not expect. I'm not even expecting it now. <laughs> I don't. I think it's time to go home. It sure is, man. It's been a long night. We it got a long been. day. 1.45 a.m. A.m. And they'll be hearing this at around whenever it is you download it, but it comes out usually 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Tuesday. On Tuesday. I'm Ronaldo Castillo. I'm Haida Martinez. And we are signing out. And that's our show.